Um, but yeah, we're here. It's 12.45 in the morning. <laughs> and, and it's a great day to be alive. In the midst of Corona season. In the midst of Corona. We got Sam and Kyle and Akaya. Indeed. Um, so should we jump in it with, with your experience or my experience? I, I feel like I want to hear yours first. Anytime you have any kind of these experiences, like it's something that fundamentally changes you as a person. And I mean, it certainly did to me. Um, I, you know, I'm a very esoteric individual. I have always been more fascinated um, with the mysteries of life more than the the actual book, like the book learning that you um, do in school. Just a book. Yeah, I, no, that's that's true. That's I shouldn't I shouldn't say it like that. I just mean whenever you have facts shoved down your throat that you'll never need to know in the future. Like for instance, uh, you know, why do I need to know how to find the area of a donut? Like when would I ever learn that? You learn that in calculus. Like I never needed to know what the area of a donut is but I was like pretty intelligent but I stopped giving a fucking school and you know did a little bit of college but a lot of this stuff I've learned is self-taught and a lot of it has been directed by these kind of experiences and I've had other ones as well but um, we'll start off like with the first big one that I had uh, which is I was, I think, nine or ten years old, somewhere around there, and I had another incredible experience that summer as well, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, I went outside with my sister, and I remember looking at the clock on the stove, and it was exactly 9, 10 p.m., and we went outside, and we saw this massive, massive black triangle in the sky like the kind that you would think of if, just by saying black triangle. hold up wait, wait so set the, you're in indiana right? yeah i'm in indiana set the scene a little bit that's true i should i should go back a little bit so right now we're in washington you know bellingham love it here but uh i was born and raised in you know bumfuck nowhere indiana and I've had all kinds of crazy experiences there, and it's it's really actually interesting. I mean, I wonder why it's so prevalent there. I really can't explain the magnitude of the sensation that you feel whenever you're actually looking at something either otherworldly or possibly, which I also have to include, you know, super top secret government stuff. Um, and my sister was terrified. So I'm standing out there just in awe. I can't, e I can't even move. I don't want to. Looking at this massive black triangle with lights on every corner and a big one in the middle, just like you see with any triangular typical UFO um, and then I stopped remembering everything and I remember about a 15 second hiatus where 
like I woke up in a ship and then like these beings seem to not be not real, real. real oh what the I fuck never, you've never told me this I know, part I, of I, I was saving this um, <laughs> they seem to be almost like animatronic and all of a sudden another being at the very end of the table just like burst from light and started pretty much telepathically communicating with me and he was like you're not supposed to be awake uh what's going on here and i was like like i couldn't move i i had sleep paralysis if anybody's ever had sleep paralysis and i mean it's hypothetically possible that you could blame this experience on sleep paralysis, except for I was outside, my sister ran inside, said I didn't come back inside, you know, after this, and I woke up in my room fully clothed with shoes on even uh, the morning after, and part of the experience was there was this Thing. I was in like a circular room. I know it sounds really stereotypical, but you got to wonder like, you know, I, I didn't know about these kind of things at the time, um, how prevalent this kind of experience is. But I was in a circular room on a bed. It's kind of like, you know, almost like a hospital-ish bed. I had this tarp over me and there was a hole cut out right here and there was this instrument that came down and touched me and ever since that day I, I told my mom about it as soon as I woke up and she thought oh you're just dreaming sweetie you know this and that my sister was so terrified she still kind of refuses to talk about it to this day and okay so you told your sister well yeah yeah because I brought her outside with me she saw it but she but got she so got terrified that she, that she went inside. Yeah, exactly. And then later you told her that you were like abducted. Yeah. yeah. And, and she believed you? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't talk about it. And yeah. I'm not sure really what it means. Like I have a few different hypotheses, but that'll take a whole other episode. The thing was that was really weird is that when I took a shower that morning on my chest where exactly where this instrument has touched me um, the night before. That, I, that The last thing I remember, like I said, it was just a brief like 15 seconds of a window between looking at a flying saucer, nothingness, having this experience with these beings, and then nothingness, and then waking up fully clothed. But this spot on my chest appeared, and it still happens today, it gets red for no reason. Like it looks like almost like a rash just in one spot exactly where this thing touched me. Mm. And uh, I mean, there's a couple other physical things too that I mean, make me think like, you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm not crazy. Like I, I wondered for a long time, am, am I just dreaming? I didn't talk about it to anybody. You know, it sounds outrageous, but that was part of what provoked me to study more and more and more about this sort of phenomenon, especially like, you know, UFOs and ET. Was there anything like No, there was no it? pain. And when you get like the red mark, does that like have any type of sensation? It no, nope. it's, it's completely benign. It just happens when I get wet. 
for some reason. So what did these things like look like? Like were they like, like I know like a big term is like the gray aliens, were they like that? They weren't like grays. The main guy, the other ones were harder to see because I literally, I couldn't even move my eyes. The one that just like popped out out of thin air and like started telepathically communicating with me um, was really tall, gaunt, um, I wouldn't call it gray, it was almost more like a silvery white color, and, but he was really tall, he wasn't, and he didn't have like the big head with the almond eyes, he had very intense eyes, and no ears, just like kind of like little tiny things where the ears would be, and um, he was almost wearing what looked like a, a lab coat, and the, you know, it'd be like a lab coat with a really big collar turned up all the way around your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, you know, I, all I could see was just his eyes and his giant-ass body. He was huge. Um, at least seven feet tall, at least. And, I mean, that's not just me projecting because I was smaller at the time, obviously. It was, he was genuinely giant. And, uh, you know, it was, it. So you said, like, you you weren't supposed to be awake. Does that mean, like, that there's a possibility that they did it more than once and that was the only time you knew about it? Have you thought about it? I suppose so. Yeah, I mean, I've had missing time more than once. People that have been around me long enough also have missing time, so I'm not really sure. Like, like, you a guy just like a guy. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't. Know, maybe we will just like wake up an hour from now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's crazier things have happened. I mean, it's 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 weird, but. So what are you, what are your theories? Like, what do you what do you think it was? Like, where do you think they were from? Like what? Like what? What? What happened? What are the chances of sleep paralysis? I really, really don't think it was sleep paralysis, um, because I have had it multiple times and like actually had it, mm-hmm. and the sensation, the feeling. So you have a frame of reference. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. The sensation, the feeling, the experience was totally different. It was like I don't know how to explain it. It. Was, it being in this place, even for just that little 15 seconds, like I'd almost compare it to the intensity of like a DMT trip. If anybody's ever done DMT, they know like if like you do enough and you blast off and cross across the threshold and go into this other dimension, it's just so much you can't hardly take it in. And it felt more like that than it did sleep paralysis. And I really think that I, I think that it was either uh, a benign experience or um, you know uh, what Dr. Stephen Greer calls uh, my lab, which is like a military abduction. This happened before you'd ever done DMT, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, so I was a so kid. so. It was almost as if like you had no frame of reference, and then you did DMT, and then it like brought you back to like the potential abduction. Yeah, I mean it. It is kind of similar in a sensation wise, but not in what you see and uh, your environment and different things like that. 
it's just more of just like the sensation that I felt. It was very like hyper attuned, like very, I was very sensitive, very energetically stimulated and, and, but unable to move or do anything. But in the DMT space, you can move around and, you know, have these beings hopping around you, you know, like Terrence McKenna called them tykes, you know, self-dribbling jeweled basketball elves, <laughs> I think is another term that they've used. Like, they're, they're crazy like, in the best way possible. But this, this, was, this was different. This was like, like feeling like I'd been in, you know, and this is me looking back on it, but feeling like I was in the DMT space. But knowing I was in reality, reality. it was like inescapable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, DMT reality is reality, reality, but it was, it was profound. Like it would be like me just waking up in here with a bunch of beings that never encountered before uh, standing around me in a circle. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how really to explain it it's it's really difficult to explain that's pretty much the best i can do one of the strangest parts was the telepathic communication from this being the one at the end seemed to be in charge the other one seemed almost like drones or something yeah. like i didn't feel any life life so, so definitely like hyper intelligent though yeah yeah or like, or like military, military. Like, like passing, passing off, is it? Exactly. exactly. Mine is nothing compared to that. But in fact, I, like, I, I never knew if it was... Um, I never really like thought that it was aliens until... I, th I told you this, but I, I saw my brother recently, and we have literally not talked about this since we were kids, and I just brought it up, and I was like, hey, do you remember that night? And he's like eyes lit up, and he clearly like thought about it as much as me as I had, which means like not only had I not like fabricated it in my mind, but yet it was like something that was so out of the ordinary that me and him, without talking about it, carried it with us for so long. Okay, so I was ten and he was twelve, so this would have been like two thousand, like seven, and we were. This was in Central Washington, Moses Lake, and. Uh, and I know I've told you part of this before, but I don't think I've told you the whole thing. But basically, me and him were, like, staying um, in the backyard on the trampoline. We were sleeping there. And, like, we look up, and this, like, giant-ass series of lights show up. Well, we see it far away first. Like, it's, like, clearly, like, a craft. And then, it, like, and it's in the shape of a question mark, probably the size of... I remember it literally probably, like... See, it's hard to tell because we didn't know how high it up it was. And I remember me and him talking about it. We were like, how high do you think that is? Because it could have been a lot bigger and farther up. But we weren't sure. Like, my memory, it was, like, at least the size of, like, like as tall as, like, the building that we're in, probably. Okay. So, like, it's, like, maybe three stories tall, like, mm -hmm. 30 feet, something like that. But, again, it was, like, hard to tell. And this was also, like, fucking over a decade ago. But, um... But yeah, and anyway, it was like moving very slowly, just hovering this question mark without the dot. So it was just like a series of light in the shape of like a cane, I guess. And it was just like coming out of slowly and we watched it. And it was like directly above us, like moving overhead and then slowly just kept going. And as soon as we couldn't see anymore, we like watched it until it was like too far away. And me and him just went inside and we're like, we're fucking not sleeping out here. So yeah, I don't know. It's also like definitely a different craft. I'm not sure if it's necessarily like an alien thing. 
but like I still to this day have no idea what the fuck that would be like there's nothing I can even think of that would remotely like move like that or like look like that that like the military would have yeah and it was yeah I don't know and it wasn't even like going fast it was just like very slowly and it was in the shape of like a cane it's like what the fuck could that have been right no, it was just white, but I remember, like, it wasn't just lights. Like, we could tell it was, like, uh, like the lights were, like, on the outside of, like, a like a plane. Like, it, it definitely looked like a, it was, like, solid. It wasn't just, like, a line of lights, you know? Do you think that, could you tell the shape of the whole craft or just the patterning of the lights? All I remember was the question mark, so I don't yeah. know. Like, there, there might have been more to it, but... Again, also, yeah, this is like 13 years ago, so it's like it's kind of hard for me to. But, but, but again, like, I just, still, it stuck out in your mind. I remember you telling me that I you just, and your brother talked about it and pretty much confirmed the same story. Yeah, well, yeah. When I was camping with him the other week, I literally like was like, "Hey, do you remember this?" And his eyes lit up, and and he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, I want to like talk about this with you, but I'd rather just like hear your version of it, just to like confirm like what I remember." And he says, "Here's what I remember." And he like literally broke it down and told that exact same story. He's like, it was a question mark. It was like, uh, and it just floated like slowly above us. And I'm like, damn. So that shit like really happened. Like that wasn't just like some shit that I remember badly, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I'm just curious, I'm just curious as someone who has gotten much closer to these things. What do you, like? Do you think that there's a chance that that was extraterrestrial, or do you think that that was some military thing? What do you think that could have been? It literally could have been either, and. A lot of the genuine ET phenomena that happens is uh, kind of like what you explained, like inexplicable weirdness. But we, I mean, in the 1980s, um, you know, once again, look into Dr. Greer, like, we basically said that we have the technology to take ET home so we have the ability to make these crafts right now like it's it's called electrogravitics check it out but do you believe that they're like like getting here from very far away or do you think like that they're from like a planet in our solar system I mean, I mean there might be in our solar system but it's more likely that they're coming from far away and um, I mean, they're, they definitely have a presence here in our solar system, but the way electrogravitics works is it's crazy. So if you have a strong enough electromagnetic field around an object, you can actually move the mass and matter because it's all energy past the cosmological constant speed of light and you slip into a higher dimension and then you kind of just dial in coordinates and you drop right into the other place. Like, I've seen other UFOs and I call them skippers because they'll be, they'll go like there, 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 there. They're just jumping around all over the place. And um, it's hard to tell because we have that capability now. Yeah. yeah, I know you've told me like on multiple occasions that like, on multiple occasions, the government has, like, openly admitted to having this kind of thing. And the, the timing is always... Yeah, dur yeah, exactly. During a crisis. Um, the dude I mentioned earlier, Dr. Greer, headed the Disclosure Project and got a bunch of high-ranking generals and 
you know, CIA officials, NSA people, like all, you know, from, and, and people from other countries even. And they all came forward with their stories, like highly credible people with actual documentation and proof. And they pushed for the government to actually release the knowledge that they have about these beings. And you can find it at SeriousDisclosure.com. And there's a ton of things you can find there that are just, just mind-boggling. Um, it's just like how this has been kept under wraps for so long is perplexing to me. And like I was saying a second ago, this disclosure project happened literally right before 9-11. And that took all of the press off of it. It was, it was one of the, if not the largest, like, press conference um, in American history. It was huge. And nobody talks about it. Mm. And, uh, you know, now here we are in corona season. And the Pentagon... Corona season's turned into corona year. Yeah, yeah right? right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's corona it's times. Corona <laughs> Uh, age of Corona. <laughs> the age of Corona, indeed. It, it's uh, just a little bit too convenient that these things happen while people are already panicking. So they kind of like just sweep it under the rug. But it's like subconsciously mm. implanted in people. But nobody actually really investigates this matter. I mean, you, you have to be out of your mind if you believe that in a universe like we live in, we are the only intelligent life forms. No, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. You know, it's... Our society has done a really good job at, like, creating, or, like, making extraterrestrials out to be something that, like, we should be afraid of and that are, like... Bad. Yeah, like, every movie is, yeah, like, yeah, totally, yeah. So I feel like they've subliminally been trying to get us to believe that these things are like very like dangerous and scary and like we should fear them and like things like that so that whenever they do like release something about them being real that it like purposely sends people I feel like the majority of the scientific community has like bought on to the idea of like parallel realities at this point because yeah. like literally like like it sounds wild for someone who's like never read anything about it, but it's like as soon as you read anything about it, you realize it's like this makes way like this is like very basic elementary shit that it's like this makes way more sense than for it to exist and for it to not exist. And so to think it's like extremely just arrogant and ignorant to like think that like this one little rock is like the only thing that has living breathing things on it. That said, space is infinitely expanding. So I guess I think like where a lot of people draw the line and like my question for you is like what is the logic of the government or like the world governments and essentially working together to like hide like conspiring to hide all, all of this stuff like why like what's the reason of keeping it a secret like what is so dangerous about the general public like being aware of this kind of technology we take rockets to the moon which is basically just a giant firecracker you know it's just a big old bottle rocket just and you know, it, it's it's so inefficient and and just it's it's ridiculous that is no means of transportation around your solar system let alone intergalactic or intra-universal or even maybe even 
It's like the the travel. Stone Ages of time or of space travel. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like using a, a a square as a wheel. I mean, it's it's so bad. Whatever. Elon enters the chat. <laughs> um, ask the question: How do they get here? Because they're obviously even if you're traveling at the speed of light, the speed of light, it would take you two hundred thousand years to get from where we are to the other side of the Milky Way right. and back. I mean, that's that, that even light speed like you see in Star Wars or Warp 9 and Star Trek, it, that's, that's not how they're traveling. Jumping through wormholes, no? <laughs> I mean, I, I, wormholes are tricky. Um, like, this, the electrogravitics concept makes a lot more sense because wormholes need what's called negative energy to be able to sustain um, them opening because uh, it's kind of like if you put two microphones together or you have like, you call yourself on another phone and you put it together, um, you have feedback. And that's what would happen with a wormhole without negative energy. And I know we, we have antimatter, but negative energy is something that hasn't really been uh, discovered because everything is energy. Hey, hang on, matter. this is like, like, a being that is like clearly way more advanced than us. Oh, absolutely, yes. So like to say like things that haven't been discovered with, like it's like okay, but we're all in speculative territory, right? So it's like who's to know how the fuck they've functioned. Oh, I'm I'm not saying that it's impossible by any means. Not I, as far as I know, n not many things are impossible if you you know have the resources, dedicate enough time and research to it, but it's like true I mean there even in like popular science in the 1950s um, electrogravitics was discussed and discovered but they put the hush hush on that because it uses a system of energy first of all which would cripple and absolutely annihilate the asinine petrol oligarchy that we live in uh, it's completely defeating the powers that be because we still use gasoline and oil and diesel like we're like children on a playground compared to these beings you know and if this was to come out like you know quantum vacuum energy that's another thing to look up zero point field that's another thing to look up <laughs> um enough energy in a like three uh, foot diameter sphere uh, to power pretty much everything that uses any sort of form of energy on the planet for a whole day. And it's infinitely reusable, infinitely inexhaustible, and has absolutely no uh, negative side effects like pollution and that sort of thing. And it's our government is aware of that. Yes. But they bought several patents. It would make no sense to continue on fossil fuels for like a trillion of reasons, including money. Like you could profitize so much on like a technology like that. Like I have a very hard time believing that we have like like because there's so many like literally millions and billions of dollars being poured into nuclear fusion that it's like to think that there's something that's like even better than that that like that like they're just ignoring or keeping a secret. Yeah. Like I mean, why? Like what would be the logic behind that? Oh, 
Fusion is Tinker Toys compared to this. But like, then why would they use it like t today? Uh, well, they do use it for their own purposes, but it's kind of the same thing to to make an analogy. Um, you know, think think about how our medical system works. Like, they literally get people hooked on drugs and dependent on them, and for they sure, have but that's cures for things. But they don't do it because it is uh, prolonged income, it's prolonged revenue. And just in the same way, the oil barons and the petrol oligarchy of the world is, you know, they pretty much like between them and the banks, that's, that's everything. That is the, the 1% like that trickles down. But I would blame those things on more of like private enterprises looking out for themselves and their people as opposed to like one government like organizing everything and being like okay you guys got to keep this on the hush so that you guys can profit and you know yeah, what i mean i'm not i'm not saying that there's uh this you know you know i i'm not really into like the illuminati if you call them anything call them the cabal but there is yeah that's kind of what it like it like it sounds like that that, that you're like that in order for it to make sense for them to hide like a technology that powerful, then there would have to be something like the Illuminati. Yeah, I mean, and there is. So, like, the, like I said, the reason they're hiding it is it would fundamentally destroy everything that is normal about our reality right now, and it is like, scary to them, and it's empowering to people, and they so like us as slaves. It would it would instantaneously put like millions of people out of work. Maybe, like it would, it would collapse the economy. Is that what you're saying? Or like, not just that. It would. It wouldn't. It would not. It's more of like, it would collapse what's working for them, right? So if you all of a sudden like, um, multiple people have made patents on free energy devices like, toroidal power units, um, TPUs, uh, uh, like zero point energy devices and they've been bought up by uh thank you by um oil companies like every time and it's just because they're they're just like they're not thinking about what's best for the future they're thinking about what's best for them and you make a good point my worry is why don't they just invest in this amazing technology that would vastly improve the entire planet in literally every single way. Well, this would also imply that like an insanely large number of people, like insanely large, if it's like, like essentially almost every single person in power would know about this and be willingly like keeping it a secret. Like, like it'd be like the Epstein Island times like a trillion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, not everybody knows about the Bohemian Grove, but that's a huge thing. Like, it, it's just, uh, it's more like, if you're in the know, you're in the know. It's just, and, and, and this is something else, you can look up, check it out, like, 40% of our military budget every year, which is so more massive than any other country on planet Earth, um, is spent on what's called unacknowledged special access projects. 
So even if you're the president of the United States... Like, they don't have to tell you. You can't be read into it unless yeah. they know you're going to play a game. Hmm. That's what I mean by the cabal. That's what I mean yeah, by the Yeah, that part doesn't movement. surprise me. And, and those are the same people that are, you know, helping being funded by uh, uh, super PACs that fund politicians that play ball with them. You know, it's, it's kind of this cyclical thing. Like, we think that, you know, all oh, politicians, like, you know, the president, he's got a lot of power. The fuck he does. He's just, he's, he's a slave. He's a slave to the system. Just, he's got a lot of people telling him what he can and can't say, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, all the time. Like, I, I understand how, how that relates, but, like, like what is literally, like, the simple logic of, like, keeping this secret from the public and, like, only spilling it in, like, very tiny increments when there's all of this sort of, like, media vomit to distract you? Like, what is the... What's dangerous about it? Like, why... What, what's the point of keeping a secret? Um, I think that's where, like, a lot of people, like... Like, like think, a lot of people that have done no research on it kind of, like, are reserved. Is there, like... Because they just don't see a reason why the government would hide that from us. You know, it's it's rumored, I, I mean, I can't confirm this with documentation, but it's rumored that um, Eisenhower, you know, when he was just about to be off of his second term, he went and uh, met ETs from somewhere else, and... Uh, I think they're like Pleiadians or something. I know that sounds stereotypical, but I, anyway, I'm not. I'm not sure I can confirm this, but this kind of logic in this story makes sense. Uh, and he wanted to work with them because they were basically like, "You guys are destroying yourselves. Like, you know, let us help you. Like, open up to the world." And he was stopped from doing that by several other high-ranking officers to the point where on his decommencement speech, he literally says, beware of the military-industrial complex. And we're talking about a four-star general here. Right. Um, and, you know, that's part of it. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with control. I think if you look into the things that Werner von Braun, you know, who was a, a Nazi, invented the V2 rocket and uh, was brought over to America, Project Paperclip, and is the man that invented the rocket that sent us to the moon before the Russians. Um, he sat on his deathbed. He basically lined out everything that's happened so far with wars and other things, you know, like, like, uh, you know, with communism, with enemy states, with, uh, terrorism, like he, like kept going through all of the different things. And the very last thing was, um, that they would try to utilize fear through media and, like movies and everything terrified mm. of extraterrestrials. It's exactly what you said, yeah. yeah. So so what what I'm what I'm gathering from this is like there's perhaps not enough 
evidence to know exactly why they would hide it from the public, but there's enough evidence to know that there's most definitely a reason that they're like hiding it. Like there's like some sort of like because enough people have come out and been like, I can't say, but like, like nodding their head, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which means that there's definitely like a reason why everyone's fucking scared. But it just, I mean, I think it comes down to control. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. I want to ask you about. Um, I don't know. I guess like some biology. Like I'm curious about like like the species of beings that are like like more intelligent than us. Stephen Greer. Is it the documentary called like The Fifth Kind or something like that? Uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Yeah. So what yeah, what are the what are the kind? Do you know like, yeah. you know the movie like Close Encounters of the, of the Third Kind? Of the Third Kind? Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but like so that's I'm like, like okay, now we have Fourth and Fifth. Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's being visited. The Fourth Kind is. Uh, oh, so the kinds are relationships to extraterrestrials. Yeah. Okay. You being abducted, and the Fifth Kind is so you have like sight interaction visited. Uh, oh, so like I perhaps like the night on the trampoline is perhaps the first kind, maybe. Uh, first or second, depends. What on is how second? But I pay attention to the third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, those are the most. important ones. Um, like is sixth like butt fucked or <laughs> maybe gross? <laughs> uh, the fifth kind is you. Like he developed a system and. Um, he was even, like, one of the most important documents that's come out in recent history in the last 40, 50, maybe even longer than that. It might be one of the most important documents that ever come out in human history was the French government admitted to having Dr. Greer come out, and we're talking about, you know, we had the Prime Minister, the Minister of Defense, like... All of these people, high-ranking officials in the French government, um, went to one of what he calls a, a CE5, what Close Encounter of the Fifth Kind. And, I mean, I've got his apps on my phone. He's got apps for this, and it helps. But when you learn how to do it, it really, really works. It's You have a group of people, or even just by yourself, and you literally summon, almost... It, uh, extraterrestrial vehicles because a lot of the things that have come out um, about them is that they're operated on consciousness not like a joystick you know what I mean it's not you're not flying it around through space and time like this it literally so this is like pretty heavily related to the shit we were talking about the other night with yeah. like yeah. Well, I guess the listeners don't know, but just like magic shit and like just increased consciousness and mm-hmm. energy and shit. Damn, what? Okay, hang on. I gotta think about this now. Okay, but okay, but when you say they, you're talking about like the same race of beings that abducted you. But there's, oh, presumably, sure. but there's presumably others, right? There, yeah. I, I mean, like, like a whole Star Wars movie say, full of them. To even say billions would be, I think... No, 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 uh, but, but ones that have contacted Earth. You mean billions that have contacted Earth? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about out there. In general, yeah, probably infinite number, I would say. Yeah, I mean, just so many, yeah. like, beyond comprehension. I mean, I think, I think if the universe is expanding infinitely, then there's any combination of versions of life, for sure. Contacting Earth? I don't know. Uh... 30, okay, so this thing with, with the gray aliens is like the most popular conception of like the squinty-eyed motherfuckers, the scrawny guys. Like, 
not what you saw. I, saw, I was reading that Dr. Greer had like 450 different encounters. Like were those with like the ones that perhaps you saw or like the greys or like, I don't know if there's others. These are the only ones I've heard of. That is my only abduction experience. I've had out of body experiences, other experiences, but like that's the only one. So I can only compare it to that, but I can only assume that there are dozens and dozens of dozens of beings visiting uh, us at any time. But this story of like waking up and being operated on and even like the the alien in a somehow comprehensible language that you can understand says like oh shit you're not supposed to be awake like i've heard that story so it's like it's it's happened to many people consistently which makes me think that while maybe multiple different species have approached Earth based on the different stories and what people have said, but like that narrative, I have a hard time believing that like multiple species are behaving that same way with the same technology. Like that's one thing. Like that's not like that and the greys and the fucking whatever. I mean, it's all kind of far-fetched if you haven't read about it, but it's like really far-fetched to assume that like all of these, like as soon as you reach the point of being able to reach Earth, then you're going to behave and abduct people and, and, and communicate with telepathy and you know what I'm saying all the same way yeah. I guess clearly like one thing and I wonder what that is one of the obvious explanations would be that this is a military thing because I mean they, we, they, you can look it up we have we have this technology so, so, the, so the idea is that military officials are like kidnapping people to develop a fear of extraterrestrials yeah, they did it to, um... Like, why, though? What is it about these motherfuckers that the government's like, we are gonna commit war crimes against you because what they'll do is a lot worse than that. Like, to scare you from, like, ever approaching them sort of a thing. My mind spins trying to think about this. And... So, let me ask you this. When, let me ask you guys this. When, when they were, like... When there was, like, whole crowds of people trying to do that festival at Area 51, like, we're gonna mob and break into place. You think they were sweating? Or do you think they weren't? No. no. <laughs> like most of, you know, they're like, oh shit, they're on to us? Area 51. This is getting national attention? Like, they're not sweating at all? Like, if you think like, they actually have that tech in there, then they're probably like, oh fuck, they're on to us. Most of it is underground. It's like, um, when I was talking about... Yeah, they definitely made it so that just people storming in the building won't find it, like, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and there's armed guards there all the time, and like yeah, yeah and like, like motion sensors, sensors and like weight sensors. And they were probably they were probably hoping for it. They were probably like, just <laughs> give it, Lord, we're bored as fuck out here in the middle of the desert. Yeah, give us like, a reason. It'd be nice if someone showed up. <laughs> They're called dumbs, deep underground military bases, and um, you know D U M B. Uh, I'm guessing that's not a that's not a government acronym. That's, That's like, like, <laughs> like they, no, that is the government. They named it themselves yeah. dumb. Dumps. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is actually kind of funny. Yeah, about it. <laughs> terrifying in a way, but funny in another. But you know, I I'm not really sure what good could come from that because with the way our media is and the government is, they would have to spin it to make it seem like. All these people were evil, and they committed an atrocity, and they stormed a military base, and they're unpatriotic. If anybody could do it, it'd be Trump. Like, like Trump could easily spin that shit. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
I mean, do, do I, I wish, wish it would have happened? happened? I, mean, I, don't I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it didn't really amount to anything. I, nothing more than an all gas no breaks video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta wonder like, if you were spending that much energy, time, and resource to making this huge military compo compound that's underground. Uh, it, it, think about what kind of security protocols that you'd have to go through, you yeah. know what I mean? Like with, you know, iris identification, thumbprint. Yeah, and if, that's, like, and if that's really like, honestly what they have down there is that type of thing that they want to on like that high of a level hide from the general public, like that's gonna be, there's gonna be the best, like the best security that we have for any project ever. Yeah. Like whether it's protecting the president or like what like that's gonna be the guard of the most out of anything. Like to the point where like the president probably doesn't even know about it. Like there was um it was like Edward Snowden was like if there's I he there was like his quote that was like if there's ETs I haven't heard of it. But I don't know. I mean like so they obviously like deeply compartmentalize that within government because there's been also as many government officials that have come forward and been like nodding toward it. There's been a lot of people have been like I don't know. I don't know if I trust the people that nod more or the people that don't nod. Yeah, like don't. It's like you never know where the money is. Like, exactly. yeah. yeah. And I mean, I know um, you and I were talking the other day about Bob Lazar. Mm -hmm. You know, and he was the one that really got my like mind spinning about this kind yeah. of shit. You know, and nobody can be sure, but I I can be sure of the experience I've had. Uh, I mean, it's with my waking eyes but right, right. like you know the bob lazar story is crazy coming yeah. out of area 51 with stuff you know well, the, the, the most thing compelling to me um other than that he really didn't want to talk about it but now that i think about it like if you didn't really want to talk about it you wouldn't you wouldn't participate in a documentary you know like clearly he wants to talk about it a little bit but um but was the part where there were small things that were confidential just like certain tech that had nothing to do with aliens that they confirmed um, that they were like willing to give out and that I think adds a lot of credibility to the alien shit because like it was shit that it, like he didn't even wasn't making a statement on he just mentioned it in brief mm -hmm. and it was shit that, like wasn't confirmed and then like years later it was like confirmed so it was like just like little like security things and like it was clearly to show that like he had a knowledge and this was like interwoven with all of his alien narratives okay so like the alien shit hasn't been like cross-referenced yet but, like a lot of shit that like didn't need to be cross-referenced was cross-referenced like 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 there's been no there's been nothing that's come up that said that he was bullshitting about anything so far it's it's either like it was confirmed or they've said nothing yet yeah. you know which like adds a lot of credibility <laughs> to him i think yes like saying nothing speaks volumes yeah. in that in that regard so people try to find any reason to you know get on the backs of the, these people that but I'll say this out loud, and I'm not afraid to. I legitimately consider heroes um, like Edward Snowden, you know. Um, the whistleblowers. Yeah, like exactly. That, thank you. That was exactly the word I was looking for. Like people that come out and have the, you know, confidence and drive and wherewithal to actually bring this information forward. Because, because I think that's one of the only ways that we as a human race are ever going to move forward. Right. You know? Even like one day, just like looking back 10,000 years ago, like, oh yeah, we were just 
It's the agency, yeah. Pyramids, and we did a bunch of other stuff. I'm not sure that we were. And just like now, like we'll look back on ourselves in some ways of being like, man, what the fuck were we doing? We're literally killing everybody definitely and the planet that we live on <laughs> so i feel like you were alluding to the missing link thing and i definitely want to get into that like okay. a little bit but also okay so since the area 51 thing was that video that the pentagon released during the fucking pandemic that was like you guys that we don't know what this is so it's like probably a ufo but i want to i want to i want your take live of okay. what you think of it all right we can all crowd around this mic all right, come. it's one minute and we've all seen it already because you saw the fucking three lights of the triangle yeah. And this is clearly something different. This is like definitely a saucer. Yeah. How are they film filming this? Do you think? In a in a plane? Well, I mean, like, are they just they're it's moving like, like this way? But they're that that was the only thing that I was confused. All right, do some more. Yep. I mean, I've seen multiple different phenomena. So it's going fast as fuck. Yeah. Going back, like, okay, so where are they in here? Like, like the, the, the aliens. Like, literally, like, it has to be anti-gravity, because then it flips up like this, and, like, that would literally make you throw up if you were in there. Well, that's the thing about electrogravitics is that it is mass cancellation, so you don't experience inertia whenever you're in that kind of electromagnetic field. So you think that they're like controlling the saucer like with their consciousness? Yeah, well, yeah, it's uh, hard to explain like... This is like where sci-fi meets fantasy. <laughs> I love watching this kind of shit, it makes me so excited. And this was 04, and they were just like, okay, yeah, this shit was, we, we still haven't figured this out. It's probably an alien. <laughs> and the fact that they even said that like i mean either means that it was just something they were testing or using they already had or they were being serious oh and, like you think like like, like like they could have been testing the alien tech and been like hey guys this is aliens and like it was all kind of a fake tons of pilots have reported seeing phenomena right, right? but having, having something, something that perfectly recorded is but I'm just curious, and it goes back to the species question, like, like you saw the three lights and the triangle, which is a pretty common thing to see, but then this is clearly like a lily silver saucer, which is also a very common thing to see. Yeah. So it's like, is that the same species? Is that just two different aircrafts? Or like, what the fuck, like, why is there no consistency there? I definitely believe that it's probably more likely than not different species. Um, I would say that uh, there are multiple that are here, and then we have our own craft. Have you ever seen anything that has rivets or looks like it's even remotely man-made? It's not an ET craft. I mean, you're looking for something completely smooth and just oh, right. sleek and um, complete, and I, I, I just... Because they don't need to like assemble an engine. Like it can literally just be a slab of metal that they're controlling. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean well, well, you you have to have the the electrogravitic, I guess, engine at least. And I mean, there's probably things beyond even that. And so yeah, you probably could have a slab of metal. Like consciousness is king. Consciousness is king in everything. It's. 
Because, um, like, has anybody, like, come out, like, a government official and been like... Yeah, I mean, some of the documents that are on the Disclosure Project, um, like, you know, the big technology boom that we had in the 1900s, you know, and it went rapidly up. Um, <coughs> fiber optics, uh, one of the things, like, purported to be in the Roswell crash that there is documentation about was, like, almost like a headband that one of the beings wore, and uh, they figured out how it works, kind of, and used that to make kind of like they, it was. That was how you piloted. There wasn't a joystick or control panel or something. There was just thought and consciousness. And I mean, I haven't seen it with my own eyes, but. I'll be goddamned if I believe our fucking government. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, I'm not one to sucker into every conspiracy theorist, like theorist or. Theorist. You draw the line of flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, at least. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I highly doubt the Earth is flat. That would be very peculiar. I mean, I just, I don't. Yeah, don't get me started on that. That's. that's <laughs> Oh. I mean, like the that uh, Netflix documentary that they were doing to try to prove that the Earth was flat. Like every experiment they did, like literally disproved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but they were still gung ho. They spent like a lot of money on this, like like leveling laser thing, and well, it'll be straight, and it wasn't, and it curves. The exact amount that they said it shouldn't. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I I find that highly improbable. But I mean, with this ET stuff, I just I've I've had my own experiences. I've seen right. some things. And you and you believe it runs deep, right? Like you think that it, it there's potential. It's like literally the secret to our evolution. Like the reason yeah. why the 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 credibility for that is like um, that I just feel like is. There's a bigger gap between us and the next species until in, in, in terms of like consciousness realm than like any other fucking gap. Like I would say like you would think like like consciousness is a spectrum. And I would say like, okay, what's the next thing? Like whether you're going like aquatic or on land, because it kind of depends on how you like determine intelligence. But like let's say dolphin or gorilla is maybe next in line. There, there's a lot of argument on that. But the point is, is that they're all like neck and neck and neck, which is the thing, but it's a spectrum. And then you have on down to the ant, the bacteria, the algae, the tree, and it's a spectrum. And then you have a gap in the spectrum and then you have us, right? Like who, like there's nothing, like there's not like, like the point that, that, that we don't really know who the next in line is, is kind of trippy as fuck. When like we're clearly, you know what I mean? Like when you have a clear one and you don't even know who number two is, like like you have like okay maybe three or four things that could be number two, but it depends on how you look at intelligence. It depends on this and that. It means that there's clearly a gap. Like that's definitely proven. Like no matter what like school of thought you buy into, like there's definitely a gap between us and the next thing. So it's like the whole idea of like distinction of human and animal, which is like there's not really one, but like there is kind of, you know. I mean, one of the really interesting things to look at would be like the I think it's called the Fox 9 gene and some people are born without it and you literally cannot understand language 
that it's just sounds to you. You never make correspondences with language to an object. Like, this is a table, you know? This is my Gatorade. This is a beer. And this is my vape. Like, you can never, never understand. These are the things that are around us. I'm just looking around. This gene, like, looking into the DNA record of animals, seems to be almost like copied and pasted into a place. And it's not, right. it's not a very long chain. It's just a little bit that comes out of nowhere, has absolutely no explanation. And I mean, every, you know, I, I, be, I believe that a lot of our mythology comes from actual experiences. Oh, and, for sure. You know, no. having, you know, the gods always in the sky, angels coming down, uh, creating man, like, I think that that is a very real thing that we just kind of detracted from to the point where we forgot really what we are. Right. But I mean, there's a bunch of other things too. Like how did, I mean, even if you go and trace our most common and extinct, by the way, ancestor, you don't find them to be as like hairless as we are. Right. And there's a ton of other shit too. Like yeah. it, it, it's just, I mean, there's definitely like the theory that like there was a bunch of others, different species like us, like Neanderthals and X, Y, Z, and that we like consciously like killed them all. Like we, we consciously were like, we want to be superior and we became superior through like literally like warfare. But there's again, that speculation. There's no way to know that. You know, sometimes I, that'd be the only way to know moment and being able to see all this stuff because yeah that is the only way to know but as far as i know for our development as a race and a genus like the only thing that makes any sort of sense to me is that we have been genetically modified by these the same things that abducted you well by them or by somebody else or by multiples i mean you look at but but why do you think that they would do that like they just want like they're just fucking around with life on earth like they're just like like let, let's let's uh let's speed their evolution up to catch up to us but like what would be the benefit of that like if anything that'd be competition over resources i mean if you got to think okay whenever you can travel from one galaxy to another in an instant Oh, you're just you're fucking around. You're like gods. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're, not worried. Worried. That's That's why, like, you're playing. You're literally playing. Like, in the Anunnaki and Sumerian epics, uh, they make us to mine gold um, out of monkeys they found on the earth. And I don't think that we were made to be slaves. I find that hard to believe. I think the universe is a benevolent place because... If you get to that level of advancement, right, and we've had this phenomena for, I mean, literally documented for thousands of years, just, I mean, more frequently recently after we got atomic power and other things. But if you have this happen and these beings are so far superior, they could literally annihilate us in an instant. 
There's no reason. So why haven't they? Like, we're just all, like, succumbed to, like... Like, like every individual one of these things are literally, like, gods. Like, and that's what they're doing. They're fucking... They're playing god. Like, that's what they're doing. And they probably, like, look at us and we're experimenting on our, on our like, little, like, mice and shit. And everyone's like, oh, no, like, we shouldn't play god just because we can doesn't mean we should. This is, like, Jurassic Park in real life. And they're sitting up in their spacecrafts, like, laughing at us. Like, you guys are such dweebs. Like, they're like, like you have no idea. Like, we can destroy planets. And you guys are, like, like... Advocating for like mice rights, which like by the way, I definitely advocate for mice rights. But like, but like from their, but like from their perspective, I can see why that would seem goofy, you know. You know, I I I could see it. It could be that way, but I really prefer to look at it this way. The way like, um, I think that this is how sentient life propagates itself throughout the universe. I it's inevitable. Once you reach the level of evolution where you have. A genuine, truly peaceful, one-world government. There's no borders, no nonsense. Every man, woman, and child is completely cared for. Uh, you're educated. You don't have to worry about food or clothing. There's no military. Think about how many resources would be freed up right. if you did that. And I think that in order to get to the level that these beings are at, they would have to have achieved yes. that level yeah. definitely so why would they, they come, come here to, to right. take what like, no to, you're right when you break it down like that like the, the, they're literally gods like it doesn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean or like the closest thing that we okay oh, but yeah exactly but uh I mean, they would have to be in order in order for it to make sense they would have to be like at that level of power i mean we already know that like like literally that there's enough like vacated homes just sitting there right now like way way more of those like entire houses and there are homeless people and like same with food like it's literally like it's not it's not an, an about like what we have it's it's all about distribution yeah yeah and but let me ask you this in order to get to a utopia like that where we might have the potential to power and discover all these things mm-hmm. is it going to take some sort of fusion with technology like as in like you know like bionic fusion sort of a thing Oh, like mean, like, like Elon Musk Neuralink and like and like to eliminate m- mental illness and like because he he includes this he's like I don't see what the big deal is we're already cyborgs and we have our phones everywhere we go it's an extension of our minds we have we have our personalities in there and he's like it's always listening to us it's always like changing our lives it's like we're already cyborgs the only difference is fusion and he's like fusion is inevitable like literally like he's like very open about this that that's what he's going for with Neuralink I think that in our present level of development. We're technologically capable of making that happen, but I don't think it's conducive to our growth at all. Because I mean, it's just it's it's like other things like well, it depends on how you look at growth. If you look at like perhaps technology to, to if you look at spiritual growth, I can see what you mean. And if you're saying and if you're saying like that's what they use to like to like travel around. Then I can see like so so something like Neuralink, which is like diminishing our our I don't want to say short term problems because they're long term problems, but again like looking from the perspective of an extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. they might see bipolar disorder as a short term problem, yeah. even though it's not to us. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's trippy as fuck, actually. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, so 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 to think that we're actually like fucking ourselves by like eliminating our long term problems, which are actually if we were to focus in not this lane but the more spiritual lane, that we might realize they're short term problems. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 I, I, fuck. I mean, the reason reason why they started showing up so much in the first place, ETs, uh, was because we were 
like I said, like children on a playground playing with um, an atomic bomb. All right, we didn't know what the fuck we're doing, and now we're using things like the Large Hadron Collider, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, and we're toying and tempering with things that we don't know how to use. And I would never trust anybody that like insisted like, oh, you need this neural implant. Not yet. You know, I mean, I mean like, Elon's down, down, down for it like within five years. Like he's oh, like yeah. he's like pushing for it. Exactly. I mean, there's a huge amount of money to be made. There's even people that got implants that have their complete medical history and like all their information. And I know like it. like it's like a pretty big movement where they think it's just like inevitable. Like I know like Andrew Yang and like all of his followers are like pretty supportive of like bionic fusion shit like that. It's like it's like when they explain it. It kind of makes sense, but then when I think about my own brain, I'm like, that sounds like, why would I, like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, they're really good at, like, selling it. Yeah, because exactly it seems inevitable, and they, and they talk about these, like, like not, not, like, actual beings that have visited here, but just, like, our potential as humans. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, do you think that we will ever reach the point, I guess, like, if you think, like, that what these aliens are doing is, like, actually, like, um objectively superior because of like mysticism do you think we'll ever get to that point yes Yes. but don't you think we're going in the opposite direction of that i think that right now what we're doing is finishing up um like a tantrum and i i see ourselves like even with everything that's going on the riots like covid everything that's going on is a potential almost like a gestation chamber for further growth. And we could use things like that for positive ends and positive purposes. I'm just saying that currently, right now, uh, I, don't tr- I don't trust anyone enough to be implanted with some sort of cybernetic. Oh, me neither. We we have to destroy capitalism before I can trust anybody that that they're not doing it for profit and not for any moral reason. Like morality can't truly exist as long as like the free market is as strong as it is. Unfortunately, I don't know. It's it's unsettling, but I mean it's it's reality. Just because not not that it's necessarily like. A completely failed structure but just because like you really can't you really can't trust anybody and as long as that exists because you never like as long as money is an incentive yeah. you can't really trust anything you know like this I mean you think these planets are using money I mean they might have awesome super dope neurological implants that actually do something good and not you know I do I just do not trust these people like we we are still kids in the playground and it like we have not evolved spiritually nearly as much as we evolved scientifically and that's become like the new religion definitely like people are following it as much as at one point we followed spiritualism and with like less I don't know though, because some people would would probably push back on that about how like there's they're actually like recently like literally in the last like two years has been like a pretty strong push against science. I would have to say, yeah. But but I wouldn't necessarily say that that's like a push in like a right direction. I think that there's a different direction that we could push. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking at 
the, the time, time from, from where we are right now to back to Darwin, you know, yeah. that like there, there was a huge overturn and it went grossly in the opposite direction. And now we're coming back the other way. And I think it's going to balance itself out, going back and forth, back and forth a little bit. Like, and finally, we'll actually be at the point where we can utilize both of these incredible things that, you know, you know supply, supply us. But they will work in energy at some point. Yeah. 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 You know, they supply us with information, with, with belief, with consolation, with understanding with knowledge like but all how long things. like it, it won't be in like the next 10 lifetimes i don't think like i don't think we're even close to that i want it to be sooner than later but yeah. like i i think we were closer to like spiritual enlightenment literally when we were hunter gatherer societies than we are now oh like absolutely. i think we've only stepped farther and farther from that direction absolutely right then, then we got technology now we have to find the same level of that or even a higher level with the technology than we had when we didn't have it. Exactly. Why are some people able to like have these encounters and experiences like especially if it's based on like consciousness? If there's someone who like has like who really like believes and like wants to see these things and like has good intentions towards it like then why are some people able to like have these encounters and other people are not? It, it, it just, it's like, it's literally like mind control, controlling something with your mind. Um, but consciousness is a big part of it. So do you think um, they like don't want certain people to know or do you think they like know exactly who is going to like have these encounters and like they already know about us? Like do you think they have the technology or ability to like know about us before we see them to like know if we're people that they want to know about them i think i would be remiss to say that they didn't have that so you don't okay so i guess if their superior technology is based more on like consciousness and sort of like energy techniques to like shape reality then they're not utilizing wormholes which means that no one's no being has been capable of like manipulating time yet. Oh no! I the, you electrogravitics can definitely manipulate time. Damn! I'm definitely just gonna have to like fucking look up this concept and read more yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta check, check it out. It out. It's uh, but not utilizing wormholes. So it's like a completely separate like understanding of what that would mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, space and time, like Einstein said, it was a continuum. It's not. Like, we can literally measure time. I think Planck time, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, fuck off, but I think it's like 10 to the negative 37th or 47 seconds. Like, literally every moment of time that we experience is just like a film reel being shined through a projector. So I look at it like your consciousness is the projector and the light, the film reel is the reality that you create and the screen is the reality that you experience and they utilize that in technology to be able to do pretty much whatever they want i i i i don't know what their limit is and i mean obviously some beings are more evolved than others but 
Um, I I just yeah. I wonder I'm if there's like a ruling sure government that. over this kind of like oh yeah, just fuck with other life planets, you know? Yeah. Or right. like like if it's just like connoisseurs, or if it's like leaders of nations, sort of a thing. Yeah. I mean, I know like a lot of people have talked about like the Ashtar Command. Uh, the White Brotherhood, the the Galactic Federation of Light, like all these names, and this is like a very new agey concept. And I've never shaken the hand of somebody like, "Hey, I'm Ashtar from Ashtar Command." <laughs> so I'm I, you know, they they may exist, but like I would have to assume in a way almost like if we're basing our premise on the fact that this is possible that there would have to be mediators. There would have to be people that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, yeah. You know, like, like... Unless they've somehow evolved past it. If you get to the point where you're actively using this kind of technology in a positive way, it means that you've already had world peace. World peace is like millennia ago. <laughs> and, you know, you know, or, you know, tens of thousands of years ago. And uh, if you get there, there would be no intelligible reason, especially given the amount of resource and space in general, let alone the fact that you could probably just create it out of thin air with technology or consciousness or a mix of the two. Um, and, you know, coming here and being like, an asshole. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, what's that? the point? Yeah. yeah. All right, let me ask you all this. So how do you think this conversation is going to change within our lifetime? Because I would say, like, even within my lifetime so far, it's changed. Because, like, I don't think when I was younger, I could have had, like, an open conversation with, like, an average person. And there's been a, enough, like, enough stuff to talk about this kind of seriously like at least like not with my knowledge like when i was younger it was like purely movie shit so i think that that's changed like in the last like even since i've been alive in like the last like like for example i think i could have a conversation with this about my mom with my mom i don't think i could she could have a conversation with her mom you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i think like that's changed so far but like so where do you think like by the time we die where will this conversation about aliens sit like will it be commonly accepted or will we be where we are now or somewhere in between. I feel like there will always be like the people that are just gonna look at it like bullshit and like yeah. maybe not even because they don't believe in it, but because they don't want to. Well, until it's like to the point where they're like literally like living among like you can't deny it because they're fucking everywhere. Like like the, I think like that will happen eventually. Like if this shit is real and like that they have already landed here. Like eventually that that will be a reality where like it's intermingled or or that it's just fucking common like when you see them you know what I mean? Yeah, I hope it is in our lifetime. But I can say, and I mean I don't know, future people if you're listening, like uh, check this out. Th there will be a day where we actively and openly interact with extraterrestrials and like I said I hope it's in my lifetime I'm not sure I think that by the time that maybe in your next you know, lifetime oh maybe in my next lifetime that's definitely true but by by the time I die like it probably be 
definitely a much more integral subject because, um, as you mentioned, you know, like not to burn bread on, you know, your, your grandma, grandma, my grandma, grandma your grandma, anybody, anybody like, like it's and it's not, not everybody, everybody but, but the, the older, older generations have a less density of, uh, Acceptance. People, yeah, yeah, that accept yeah. This, this to be, to be true. true. And, and I think, I think that, that like every generation, generation moving forward, it's, it's becoming but, more prevalent. But I, I do think it'll take more than just like a general belief and acceptance. I think it'll take like pretty fucking irrefutable proof. Well, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, which not that there hasn't been, but like there needs to be it to the point where it's like. Nobody can, you know, like people deny climate change. Shit's been yeah, like literally yeah. proven a hundred years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the like, like it's got to be the point where it's more believable than climate change at this yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? And like that'll yeah, take yeah. a lot. Uh, when I was talking about the government of France, the government of France. Excuse me, I'm drinking. drinking. Um, oh, you have? Yes, yes, I have. Oh shit! I'm so. The government of France, like. like Literally admitted to not only contacting extraterrestrials, but actively working with them to uh, form some sort of, I don't know, you want to call it an alliance, like an understanding, whatever you want, something like that. And it's, they have, there's a document about it. Damn, that shit got Alright, is there any moral we want to leave it on? It's been a mostly positive conversation. Like, if I were to choose positive or negative, it's been pretty positive. It's been very, like, optimistic versus pessimistic, right? I would, yeah, yeah. Anyway, is there, a, is there a final note and then we'll sign off? I would say, um, I love you, I love everybody, all of you. Like, it could be fake, but how? Also, like, I have a low-key theory. Maybe this is real, maybe it isn't. But I think, like, we found fossils of Sasquatch. Like, straight up. It's, it was just, it's just like we thought it was extinct forever. It's Gigantopithecus, bipedal ape, in China. Yep. Yep. But, like, over, like, the fucking Russia, fucking Alaska thing, where all the natives are, where all the fucking hotspot in the world is of Bigfoot, that was connected, like, 100,000 years ago, which is when all these fossils came from. From the fucking East Asias. So it's like... 
It's not a stretch of the imagination at all to think that they just walked across. It's like a hundred miles. <laughs> it's not far, and it's all forested. Like it's all it's all the same habitat throughout there. So like so like here's what I think. And humans were alive. Like humans were alive during this. Yeah. So what I think is like all this cave art where they say like there were no primates in in. I think they saw fucking Sasquatch. I think it was a real thing. And I think you know what's happened. Maybe it's alive today. Maybe it isn't. Either way, I think like there's a lot to it, and. Um, and I don't know, and maybe it goes into like, this is where like a spirituality shit that I don't really understand kicks in, but it's like, you have all these native stories of, yeah. but, but in all the native stories, it's like a spiritual being, but like, there's no, like the line between spiritual and physical doesn't exist. So it's like, you don't really know. Like I read like literally, cause I wrote the story on Bigfoot. So I, I literally for clips on, and I literally did all this research where I would like look through these anthropologist notes of like writings in like Jlemi chosen, like the Lemmy language here. Um, and like, it was all like, okay, we saw a beaver. It was all translated by this guy, Wayne Suttles. And he was like, we saw a beaver today. We, uh, just after we saw the two headed serpent and like, and there's no, like, and there's no, and like clearly like beavers, moose, elk, all these things that are writing about were real, but there's also two headed serpents, Sasquatches and all these things. And it makes you think that like, I don't, I think maybe it's an extinct animal. Maybe, maybe. So this cast was taken, um, I believe in the early eighties. So it's very old. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. Also, there's a fucking lot to the Patterson Gimli footage of the sixties, which makes, and I, I think that that could be real footage. So I think like there's a chance it's an endangered animal. There's been many of those who have come up that we thought were extinct, which weren't. Mm -hmm. My point with all this native shit though, is like literally I talked to a guy who straight up told me he was like, He's like, I've always seen Bigfoot as a more spiritual being than a physical one. And he's like, and for that way, like, you'll never, because I asked him, I was like, do you think in our lifetime, just like I asked you, I was like, do you think we'll ever see Bigfoot existing? And he's like, no, because it's in the spirit world, which to them is real. But that means that there's a link. It's like the same link that links like places with memory. You know, it's like you, you go to a place, and you have a feeling of what's happened there. If you, even if you've never been there before, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And you go to a place. Mm -hmm. I'm not like. I, I know. I you got to buy on this premise, but like, yeah. I, I feel like I go to some places and I'm like, you get it. Like, not you don't know what happened there, but you get the feeling of what happened there. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you like. There's definitely like places that feel a certain way. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing. Like, there's like fucking echoes from this like extinct animal. That maybe a lot of native people like they didn't do peyote up here, but they did starve themselves for a week and go walk around the woods with just drinking water it's like uh, there's something there like a memory of a forest you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's and like and like i straight up like that's that, i mean that sounds nuts it sounds nuts as everything we've talked about in the last two hours but like that's there's, there's something to that right there's something to there that. is definitely and i mean on the other side of things i think that they're just too smart to be found and well these people that i knew from back home in Indiana, like, actually found hair and stuff that they did DNA tests on that was not, like, totally human DNA. It was, like, a cousin of human. And, I mean, like, they, they, uh, they, I talked to them, and I literally asked them, like, okay, so what, what happens when one of them die? Like, they told me that they found evidence that they bury their dead. You know, there, there's a good chance that there is a few today. I mean, like I've said, like on multiple occasions in the Pacific Northwest, we've lost entire plains in the woods. So it's like for them to, so for, I just think really what the issue is, the air, the fucking arrogance of someone to be like, 
I've spent my life in the woods. Like, I've never seen a Bigfoot. And it's like, motherfucker, in the Olympic National Park, on multiple occasions throughout history, they've lost entire planes which don't move and are like four fucking thousand feet long. And you've never seen that. So you're telling me like, like, like that, that you would have seen a fucking creature who has spent way longer than you have in the woods is a potentially smarter than a gorilla or an orca, depending on how you weigh intelligence. Yeah. And... But regardless, has a lot of spatial awareness. I mean, fuck, there's a story I met. Do you ever watch Finding Bigfoot? I probably told you this, actually. Yeah. yeah. But they came to WSC when I was still living in Pullman. And I went to their show with, um, uh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, uh, Cliff Brockman. And he told me of this study. Well, not me. He told the lecture hall. But I did meet him and talk to him. But anyway, he told this lecture hall about um, the story of these guys who were studying this family of monkeys and shit before. If I ever tell the story again on the podcast, fuck, because I'm drunk as shit right now. And I, <laughs> I, I could do this a lot better. Oh, yeah. But basically, um, basically, he literally like like they were following the, these group of monkeys. And like if I did a little bit of research, I could like pull this up and like have the actual name and where it was and everything. But it was in northern Japan. And basically, it was like this family of 200 monkeys, and this guy followed him for two years. And he knew that they were there because he would, he would get their, their hair, and he'd get their shit, and he'd get their footprints, and kind of like all this shit that we have on Bigfoot. And, and, they, and he never found him. And then after two years, he finally caught a glimpse of one. He got a picture of it. But it was like, it was like two years he followed. And that just shows spatial awareness of like primates today. Granted, not in the Pacific Northwest, but like it shows that they're definitely capable of that. And you think of one that's like, and these are like, like macaws equivalent. And we're talking like a fucking like uh, silverback equivalent. Like I don't know. I think that there's a lot more to it than people think. And so many different natives have like drawn like fucking literally like in their caves pictures of Bigfoot. It's like what the fuck? Like that's something, right? Yeah. It's like it's like it's like for people to be like nah. Like it's like yeah, right. fucking like what? <laughs> It's like, to me, like, I, I'm not convinced that Bigfoot is alive and walking around today. Like, maybe. Like, I, I think that there's a good chance it is. But I'm not going to come out and say that. But I'm going to say, like, there's way more to it than anybody, like, knows about. You know what I mean? Whenever you really, really look into it, it just... Like, there's a reason we've been talking about it since year zero. Like, yeah, like, like, like it's, it's not... Yeah. Like, all the shit. Like, aliens we've been talking about since year zero. Like, ghosts we've been talking about since year zero. And it's like, yeah, like... Like, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that maybe a lot of it's bullshit, but also, it's like, we've been talking about these same things since humans have existed. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like, that means that there's something, right? Like, whether or not it's what we think it is, it's something, right? Like, there's something, there's a reason why we've, these stories have been with us since we were fucking bacteria, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it has to be, I mean, in my mind, anyway. Because I like whether I just, like it could mean that they're there. It could mean that it tells something, reveals something about us. You know, like I don't know. Either way, though, it's still real. Like, right. No, that's what I'm. Mean, it goes back to the fucking in Shlemmy Chosen. Them saying that they saw like a beaver red if they saw a fucking two-headed serpent. It's like literally, it's the same thing. It's like it's literally the same. Like whether it's your physical reality or your spiritual reality, it's your subjective reality. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like um, it goes back to let's see. This is I'm gonna sound really corny when I say this, but like Descartes, like like I think, therefore I am. Yeah. Or like or like um, the only thing that you can prove exists is the mind, because like anything else can be fabricated. Everything else can be fabricated. So like you don't really fucking know. 
So it's like, I, I think it's like incredibly arrogant, like, and I'm more of like a science-driven person, but I still think it's like incredibly arrogant to like be shown any evidence and being like, nah. It's like, okay, but it's, it exists though. Like what, you're just gonna say it doesn't exist, you know? Even in the face of such overwhelming evidence that at least entertain that these things are possible, people, please. Just and that's what we're here idea. for. We're here to just yeah. raise the possibility. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> all I'm asking. Just en entertain it. Dude, I mean, that's a great way to end it, actually. Shit. <laughs> this was like three quarters aliens, one quarter Bigfoot. And that's okay. Should we end it off? I'm Cloud. I love you. Peace. You said 72 words yeah, in the sorry. last two hours. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>